Hello, and welcome back to the Traveler Diaries. My name is Moyana. You may have known me as Carrie, but I'm transitioning now as I'm going through a portal. And this podcast is just about whatever I want it to be about. It's about my journey. It's about my observations. It's just about whatever I want to talk about as I am traveling internally and now externally through the world as we are going through a huge evolutionary jump uh, as a collective um, on earth and going through a massive spiritual awakening as well and I'm just one person who's had experiences and a unique perspective and I hope you will stick around and join the adventure. Hello and welcome to my brain today. So as I was walking King Midas out on the beach during our morning walk, um, I've really been enjoying our long walks. Um, And I've been finding that I'm getting back into shape in ways that I didn't think were possible. Um, And King Midas has as well since we've arrived in Oregon back in October and been through various experiences since then he went from having a bad hip uh, that you know wouldn't allow him to do stairs or jump or run much Um, and now he's an expert at stairs and he runs on the beach and he today ran up a sand dune (laughs) that was really steep to go say hello to this man and then back down again and I was like who is this dog who is this dog and I've experienced the same um I have hurt my back a couple times since being here um from lifting or various things mostly trying to lift him onto the bed (laughs) because he still can't jump up on the bed but um this last time when it got re-injured or or tweaked or whatever, it healed in record time. And I was back to normal before I knew it. And I, I couldn't even straighten up. So, you know, and this is without any kind of chiropractic care or anything besides just over-the-counter pain relief, you know, ice and heat and rest. And so that's something that, that I've noticed. And I'm not sure how I got off on this tangent. Oh, yes, we were taking our walk. And something I've been thinking about a lot and have always thought about because it's a huge part of my journey. I made a TikTok about it this morning, um, promising to do a longer talk on it and realized, oh, yeah, I have a podcast platform I can use instead of YouTube, which is great because at this very moment, I'm laying naked in bed because I can. (laughs) Because it's just me and King Midas and who cares? Um, I'm just exploring all these areas of freedom that I haven't really had because I've had people around, kids around, or, you know, the situation. And now is the time to do these things for myself. And so simultaneously, of course, we were going through these huge energy shifts. Um, If you've been following my Instagram or TikToks, you know, then you're already familiar with that kind of thing. And I don't want to rehash it here for anyone who might be just joining. But 
mental illness is something that has come up a lot and it's revisiting me again as an idea because of the situation that I find myself in. Um, just as a synopsis, I find myself facing what some people would call homelessness. Um, and that lens is shifting for me as well, just because I'm finding that I, I don't necessarily want a home. I am a home to myself. And so, um, the situation, you can read my GoFundMe for that synopsis. I don't want to rehash all of that here, but being in a place in my life where I could not function or navigate in the way that the world and the system needs people to function and navigate to be, quote, successful. So being, um, you know, a single mother uh, of four off and on, late diagnosed autistic ADHD, having had several other um, mental health diagnoses through the years that were then dismissed by other professionals. It's been a whole roller coaster. Some of those have included schizoaffective bipolar, regular bipolar, uh, PTSD, CPST, CPTSD, depression, um, I think were the major ones. And then, you know, coming to terms with the fact that, oh yeah, and I was diagnosed as gifted early on. And, you know, it's just a whole thing. And I think you go through that and you, like for me, like I've fully owned everything that somebody else said, oh, this is what's wrong with you, or this is what you're struggling with. And me being someone who just wanted something that I could do to make things better for me and the people that I loved that had to deal with me, quote unquote. Um, I went through a lot of different experiences with medications, with therapies, with reading tons and tons of books and really just owning every time somebody gave me a diagnosis, just owning it to the extent that, first of all, it would let everyone else off the hook all of the bad behavior that was going on around me that I wasn't aware of at the time. Um, because I did grow up with violence. I did grow up with abuse. Um, and that continued into adulthood. I had a lot of healing to do before I could see what was actually going on around me and the behaviors and, and my part in the dynamic as well. Because it's always a dynamic until somebody steps out of it. So I had this whole situation with these diagnoses and, and owning all of them and diving into research for all of them and really just wanting to be a better person, to do what I could, um, and then only to find out that they weren't true. <laughs> One after the other would, would peel off. And so... I was thinking this morning, and this sort of elaborates on the TikTok that I was making, when you are a person who has been through that much trauma and abuse, um, and there are those of us on the earth who experienced it from childhood through adulthood, it wasn't just a one-time event, it was a lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it like that, but it's been 
you know, one after the other, um, just sort of repeating itself with different faces through the years. Um, and I don't think I really stepped out of that uh, cycle for the first time when I was in my 30s. And then I had some more experiences, but they were a very different flavor than I had experienced before. And you really start to wonder, like, why does this keep happening? Why, you know, what's wrong with me? What's, what's happening here? And I have a lot of theories on this <laughs> that I don't know that I can go into at this moment because I'm trying to keep it to this whole idea of what is mental illness? Um, what is it really? And so when you start to heal yourself and you start to have boundaries and you go from a person who pretty much lets anyone do anything because you really don't understand your value and you don't understand that there's more out there than these scraps and you if you grew up with abuse then you think that's normal and even when you start to realize that it's not normal it's still you know like I let so many people into my life that just treated me really bad and I didn't mean to I just I couldn't see it right away you know and by the time they were there, it was really hard and entangled. You know, that's the whole story of, like, trauma, right? Trauma healing and all of that. And so when you become strong and you become embodied uh, and you start having boundaries and you start saying, no, you don't get to treat me like that. And, you know, people can look at my life and see how I've walked away from so many things. And maybe, you know, I've even had a therapist say, you know, well, that's actually part of a borderline personality disorder, you know, you're not afraid of being abandoned. I mean, you are, but your response to it is to walk away from other people. And I was like, I feel like that's kind of a stretch because the truth of the matter is, is that autistic people don't see red flags right away. We're very trusting. We're very, um, wanting to believe the best in people or whatever. And, there are certain personality types that are very drawn to kind, giving, empathic people. And so they either consciously or unconsciously know what they're going to be able to get away with. You know what I mean? Like, now that I see all of this, I can't unsee it. And so the whole idea of, of me walking away so many times, um, I really had to dissect that to make sure because I'm always wanting to make sure right and when I realized that because it takes me so long to process because it takes me so long to see things and because I've had this like need to just jump into things without really assessing them first because of trauma um, I would find myself in these situations and then I would try to fix them. I would try to fix myself. I would try to do everything I could, you know, even taking medicines that were really bad for me and made, made it worse um, because I'm very sensitive to medication. And then realizing like, I can't, I can't be in this situation anymore. It's, it's not, a, it's not even a matter of this person uh, wants to work on it and whatever. But it was a matter of safety every time, except for one time. 
and I'll get to that in a minute, but, like, I'm not really interested in, like, defending myself, obviously. I'm just explaining this because I think a lot of people are maybe in the same boat and have this feeling about themselves that, you know, maybe they don't deserve a healthy relationship because they've had to walk away so many times and maybe that they're the ones that are hard to love. And I would invite you to maybe take a second look at that through a different lens. And I would also invite you to consider the fact that you know, as humans, we're here on a, on a journey, on an, uh, on an adventure, or we're having an experience. And there are people that come in and out of our lives. And you kind of like, I think sometimes people just know when their agreement or their soul contract is up, because it just, it feels done, right? But a lot of people don't honor that because they have this, we have this weird idea here that we're supposed to stay with people even after we're not happy. And, you know, I think you know if you know, you know what I mean? I think like, I would love to have people in my life long term, like, you know what I mean? But if you are someone who is growing and evolving all the time, um, not everybody's going to be in that frequency with you. And so you are going to have to get used to people coming in and out of your life and be okay with that because it is okay. Um, because you pretty much are the main character of your life, of your experience. And you can send these people off with love, you can forgive, you can do all that thing, all, all, all of those, all of the, sorry, all of those things. But it may be a very small percentage of, of people that are actually there for the long term. Um, and that, if that's your blueprint, I think you have to make peace with that and be okay with that because it doesn't really reflect on your character, if that makes sense. Um, and a lot of people might say that it does, but the thing is, is at some point you, you have to pop out of everyone else's thoughts about you and live your life for you, no matter what. And I'll get to that in the second part. So I kind of started this whole podcast out today, wanting to talk about the idea of mental illness and As usual, I'm rambling all over the place and I'm just sort of trusting that as I speak, I'm channeling and I'm just sharing what needs to be shared. And so as I'm going into this new phase in my life and I find myself unhoused, I find myself in a place where my youngest child is having to be taken care of by someone else because of my living situation and all of those feelings coming up about I failed at this or, you know, maybe I should have done that. But to be honest, I've reached a point in my own evolution that I can look back at my life and my choices and see that I always did what I could in each moment. And I've talked about this a lot and we know and a lot of us already know about this, but obviously the system is broken. The system is crumbling. And there are those of us, as my friend Dean said this morning, um, that are here on the outskirts 
um, of this evolution broadcasting back um, and letting you know what it's like to be in a place where you are fully dependent on others for resources. You know, we're not able to um, make an income like other people anymore. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, and I could go on and on about the compounding effect of living with certain, quote, disabilities uh, in a system that is not designed to support people, neurodivergent people, uh, people of color, you know, anyone, disabled people uh, in any capacity and falling through the cracks and and even like for example the support of getting food assistance uh you're not allowed to buy at least in Oregon where I'm now um you're not allowed to buy food that's hot like cooked food from the deli or something and so if you are homeless and living in your car or a tent as I will be doing in a few days and let's say you don't have any way to cook food, um, then your choices are pretty limited. You know, I thought to myself, well, I could probably eat a raw diet, you know, um, and see how that goes. Uh, but you find that everything is set up to make it difficult for you to exist. And this is going off on a huge other tangent, <laughs> but I've been hearing from the land as well, like in the ocean, and I talk to these elements, and they talk back to me, and there's just this whole sense of injustice that humans are like plants. We are nature. We're part of nature, and just being here, especially near the ocean where I keep getting drawn to, finding that I heal in ways that I did not think were possible outside of any kind of extra medical uh, care alternative or otherwise, I feel my whole body changing. And yet, this is one of the most expensive places to live. You know, it's almost just like and I know that's the patriarchy, and I know that's the result of the land being taken from the indigenous, but I think there's going to be a huge shakeup of some sort because the land has had enough. The ocean has had enough of keeping her children, you know, indigenous, otherwise, you know, all the inhabitants of the earth that have fallen through the cracks who have not been able to make it here given the rules of the system and the hoops to jump through, it's becoming more and more prevalent. And I feel a time coming where there's going to be many on the same page because the earth wants to be filled up with those people who are congruent with whatever area. So this area um, people like me are congruent with this climate, with this area, like a plant. I am feeling like I could thrive here. Um, and as these programs and systems break up, 
you know, I think we'll be finding humanity to be a lot more migratory to the places where their somatic self, their body, um, and ancestry is more congruent in it as a healing collectively. So, so there's that. And so the interesting thing about this, as I'm entering this, this portal, this new way of being, and um, that to some people looks like the biggest tragedy ever. And yes, I need support. And I've been very grateful and, and fortunate to have that support and that privilege. I still have a car, you know, I still have a phone. I have people giving me money to go buy a tent. So I, you know, and I'm by the ocean and that's a massive privilege. Yes. Um, but things are coming up around mental illness for me because of the people in my family that um, I no longer have, you know, relationship with or the people in my past that um, I have dealt with and, and really a lot of society at large still I can hear and feel that energy coming up that was programmed in me um, that I've gone completely mad, like that I'm mentally ill, the people that still believe that I am schizoaffected bipolar or have borderline personality or bipolar or whatever, the people that knew me during those times. And then as I changed and became more embodied and had boundaries and actually cut people out that were hurting me to such an extent that it looked like it supported their belief about me. And I can see that. I can see that. And I'm finally in a place where I can let it go. Um, you know, life made it to where my child had to go back and be cared for by his siblings. Life made it. Like, I don't think I could have done anything differently. I told a friend earlier that, um, like, it's almost like something bigger than me took over and pulled me into the life uh, that I'm in now. And I'm not worried anymore. Like I faced the fear, I went through the threshold. And now that I'm here, something sort of miraculous has happened in that I don't feel that emotional entanglement that I felt around my children, that I felt around being a bad mother you know, and everyone's going to have their own story about it. And it doesn't matter. What matters is what is your story? How do you feel about yourself? And I feel like I gave a lot. I sacrificed a lot. Um, I did the best I could in every moment. Like the truth of my life is hitting me like a ton of bricks. And it is freeing me in a way that I thought I would have to carry these burdens for the rest of my life. And as a result, though, because I am being freed at such a level, that mental illness piece has come up as like, well, you've probably finally just gone over the edge. <laughs> and it's funny how that imposter syndrome comes up too. like, you know, you're just out here trying to get sympathy because you've made bad decisions. And so you're trying to paint a picture to 
tug on people's heartstrings and get their money and blah, blah, blah. Like the thoughts are just like rampant and I'm just observing them in a new way. Like, oh, like, yeah, that's not really mine <laughs> because that's where boundaries come in too. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to entertain this. Like it can't even take root anymore uh, because I love myself and I value myself. And even if nobody else does, like I do, like I don't really need anyone else's approval because now I see the truth. I see the truth of my life. I see the truth of my experience. I see the truth of my heart. And I would not exchange that for anyone else's lens of me full stop. And so when these voices and these ideas and thoughts come in about being mentally ill, here's what I say. I'm like, oh, well, the thing is, is that let's, let's say for a minute that I am. Let's say for a minute that I have some kind of psychosis um, and I know that I'm gifted. I know that I exist in a different frequency than most people and I have visions and I hear voices and and I have these downloads and first of all I'm not the only one experiencing these things so I don't exist in a bubble that's very much confirmed by other people the more I share all right so there's that the second thing is that let's say it's true and the, there's the lens that we can look through of that. And it says, if even if I was, wouldn't I still deserve to be valued? Wouldn't I still deserve to feel safe? Wouldn't I still deserve sh shelter and food? Like, let's say that I was mentally ill to an extent that I got myself into this position. I can't take care of my child anymore. My other kids are adults. Um, let's say that all of these things that I'm hearing in the in the air <laughs> coming at me were true. Wouldn't I still deserve to be cared for? Hmm, I don't know. It makes you wonder, doesn't it, about people's real beliefs? And then there's the lens you can look at it through. What is mental illness? <laughs> because isn't most of it constructed by a system that needs people to perform at a certain level to keep it going. And people that are mentally ill are operating on a different frequency, you know, in their, through that lens. And how much of that was made up by people that were plugged into the system um, in order to make these people feel small and powerless. I mean, you can read a lot of people talking about this already. It's not just my idea here, but it's becoming more and more obvious. Um, so there's, there's something to think about as well. And then you have the idea of mental illness through a lens of what happens to a person who does go through a lot of trauma, but also the trauma of living in this system. Because I think that as time has gone on, at this point in time, on December 18th, 
2022, more and more people are realizing that we're all mentally ill due to having to be in survival mode. Because even people that have a lot of money live in constant fear of losing that money because if the systems crumble and world events happen the way that they've been, you know, amping up to happen, then all of their security will be gone as well. Or, you know, if a tsunami hits or volcanoes or whatever, whatever, you've got destruction of property, you've got, you know, like, in this system, fear is the currency. Fear of loss of security. And what happens when you pop out of that because you just don't have anything left is something that I'm discovering comes with so much freedom and so much, let me back up, so much freedom and such a lack of fear after having felt this fear for all of my life that it is making me feel like I have gone insane. (laughs) Like maybe I'm not really real. Um, And so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit here today. Um, And I know I've talked about a lot of different little facets today, but that's kind of, you know, you can't count on me to stay on topic much, but I think it's all on topic. It's just very multi-layered, multifaceted, and free-flowing, free-flowing ideas. Um, because at this point, I feel like we are entering a new paradigm. And there are just some of us who are kind of on the forefront and find ourselves um, unable to go backwards and do the things that the system requires us to do to survive because we've done it for so long uh, to our own detriment. And so there's that, but there's also just that when you start existing in a new frequency, uh, there's just so much that is not even congruent with you anymore. And I don't know what's coming next, uh, but something really big is unfolding. And I'm not alone in that feeling as well. So I think that As I've said in my YouTube videos, there's a huge crumbling of the illusion collectively and will continue to do so. And while it will look not great, (laughs) it's also necessary for the whole of us here to enter into a more balanced way of life, which then will bring balance to us in all the ways, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, because this, no matter how much money you have or, or whatever, like 
this system doesn't really benefit anyone. And so we have people on the ground who have been prepared for this their entire lives to rebuild. And I thought a lot about visionaries throughout history and how most of them were viewed as madmen, as insane from the people during their time. And I've heard the words today when I was walking on the beach to bring it back full circle. You can leave your sanity at the door. When you come through this doorway, you can leave your your idea of sanity that you've been holding on to for so long to be seen as a person, you know, a respected person or a stable person or a consistent person. When deep in your soul, you know you are the most chaotic, feral, beautiful energy. And you get to be that in this paradigm. You do not have to be someone that other people can count on. Because that was an illusion. And if your blueprint is that, if you're being called into your wildness, into your creature, (laughs) so to speak, you can leave the idea of sanity at the door. We want you to be free to share everything that you are, all of your ideas, all of your stories, all of the things that the spirits are telling you, all of it. Like, we want that. We need that. It's food. Um, Because there's so much more here that we can't see, but I think we're about to. And it's going to come through people that are already here that have been in plain hiding in plain sight pretending to be human (laughs) but not the real human i'm talking about the matrix human which isn't real anyway so this is your call in thank you for joining me today uh please check out my gofundme i'll put the link to my link tree in the description of this podcast, but it's link tree slash Carrie Blueberry, you know, uh, and you can find support links there. You can find my books there. You can find the art that I have available there. Um, and I would love your support or if you want to share my GoFundMe with your people online or something, everything helps, uh, because, The work that I'm doing is the work of being fully myself, and that's valuable. And if you know, you know. And that's the world that I live in now, and we can leave the rest at the door.